0: This is a time for bright lights to fill the sky, for wonder, joy and celebration. This is the time for families to make the long journey home, bursting with anticipation. This is when unexpected visitors arrive with gifts beyond anything we could imagine. When songs fill the air and hope fills our hearts for miracles ready to happen. This is the fulfillment of centuries of promise that sages of ages past longed to see, a distant God who chose to dwell among his people, a king arriving as a baby, tiny hands destined to one day heal the sick and feet that will walk on water, wrapped up tight in swaddling clothes, held close by his tired mother. This is Love and colour and life and peace and feasting, forgiveness and generosity. Glorious, victorious hope for the world with limitless possibility. All rolled up in one tiny fragile gift, so much more than it seems on the surface. This is Jesus. This is Christmas.
1: Amen. Good morning. this morning. Amen. So worthy, Hallelujah! Lord, we love you this morning. Back in Bible days, you know, names were just not given because it was the most popular thing. They didn't have YouTube and Facebook and the internet to go and say, "What's the favorite word or the favorite name of this year?" But you know what? Words meant something. Names meant something. They meant uh, they gave you your identity. They showed your power or your authority. And how many, but how many? knows that there is no name like the name of Jesus. He has many names. We call him Jesus, but this is an old song that says, I call him Lord. Hallelujah. He's our master.
2: of what you did when you took those stripes on your back. Father, we call you healer. We call you Messiah. We call you our helper. We call you our Prince of Peace. We call you our wonderful counselor. We call you our almighty god to so this morning lord as we move into communion as you prepare to take communion this morning right on top you just peel the little paper off on top and there is the bread a special time in communion. Let's sing that one more chorus as they prepare for communion. <laughs> <just> call him- <laughs> You need healing in your marriage. You need healing in your friendship. Once again, maybe there's something in your body that you need healed this morning. We're going to take this by faith, believing that whatever area of our life needs healing. When we take this bread this morning, we believe by faith that over 2,000 years ago, That Jesus Christ died on that old rugged cross and took those stripes on His back. We're reminded that the prophet Isaiah spoke it over 700 years prior to the birth of Christ, that He was our healer. And so this morning, let's take the bread by faith. Whatever you need healing in this morning, we take it by faith thanking You, Father, this morning for our healing. Lord, we thank You that over 2,000 years ago, You took our healing. If you need healing this morning in your own way, I want you to ask the Lord first for that healing. And the Bible says there were ten lepers and one came back to give him thanks. For his healing. So, Father, we thank you this morning as we take that bread. We thank you as it goes into our body that any part of our life that needs healing, that you are healing it right now. You said, by your stripes, we, you said, are healed. And so we claim that healing in our body right now, this beautiful Christmas Eve. And Father, as we take the juice this morning, we're reminded as we look at the grape juice, we're reminded once again of 2,000 years ago that You died on that old rugged cross for our salvation. That You died for a a sin-sick world. And we're all here this morning because of what You did 2,000 years ago. So Father, we ask You to look deep in our heart this morning. And if it's anything in our heart, Lord, that is displeasing to You, any sin in our life, any transgression in our life, Lord, we stop for this moment right now. And Lord, we ask You to forgive us. We ask You to wash us in Your precious blood this morning. And forgive us of all of our iniquities, all of our sins this morning we take this by faith knowing that you have already forgiven us let's take it together church praise the Lord let's sing that one more time let's just raise our hands as we thank the Lord for our salvation and our healing to sing it all together out loud. Pastor John comes for our announcement. Praise the
1: Lord. Let's just worship Him, church. We're not only worshiping Him for that night that He was born, but we're worshiping
3: the government's on his shoulders he controls he controls everything so before we seat before we get seated look someone across on your left shoulder and give them a handshake before we sit down shake someone's hand we take a seat. We'll just stand for just a moment after you all get done shaking hands. We have a young lady here at the church who has has taken a pretty big fall. She fell about nine feet onto a concrete pad. So um, let's take the time to pray for her and pray uh, for her mother as well. Um, Because who knows, if we had a loved one, we would want church to pray for them as well so let's pray let's lift him up in prayer dear god we just pray for this young lady right now god who has who has fallen god i pray that you would right now come in to that hospital right now god and touch her touch her body right now god anything that needs healing i pray that right now you would come in with your mighty healing hand god and touch her body right now god i pray for her mom and her dad god right now god i pray that you would just give them peace right now and comfort god as as she is going through pain god i pray that you would just give her the peace god that passes all understanding god i pray that you would just come in there and just give them peace and healing god and we thank you in advance god for healing this precious young lady in jesus name amen you all may be seated Welcome and Merry Christmas. Didn't the uh, worship team do an awesome job this morning? And, uh, um, and and the decorations on the stage, I love it. We you know it's not about that, but it just makes things a little, a little better. So we want to welcome you all here at Calvary and welcome you who are online. If you haven't done so yet, or if you want some special prayer requests, we would love for you to fill out our connection card that helps us to reconnect better with you, uh, give you a a specific prayer request if you want prayer for that as well. This morning there is no nursery and there is no children's church, so we want to be reminded that we feel that it is good to have a corporate family worship and everybody come up here and worship together. If you have a loved one that is uh, anxious like I am, there is a... Packet that they can color with and uh, there's some crowns back there on the welcome desk. Miss Christina can uh, give that to you if you need one or if your adults need to kind of help keep you occupied. um, You can have one of them as well. We are having our New Year's celebration. Can everybody say amen for the new year? Who believe God is going to do something great and special this year? We say it every year, but we got to believe it this year. that God is going to do something awesome. So January 7th at 10 a.m., we're going to kick off the New Year's celebration. So we would love for you all to be here. January the 14th through the 20th. Seven days of prayer and fasting. Who is happy about that? Yeah, that's what I thought, because some, some people kind of on that fasting part. So but anyway, we're going to be kicking off our corporate prayer of worship that same night. So we're going to be kicking off and expecting God to be doing something amazing during those seven days of prayer and fasting. Who all loves our pastor? Oh, Lord. <laughs> hey, that's... <laughs> A little weak there, wasn't it? Who all loves our pastor? So as he comes up, he is an awesome man of God, and I am ready for the Word of God that he has uh, uh, given Pastor Kevin.
2: Hallelujah. Let's give the Lord another hand this morning. Amen. How many of you love your, children, your youth pastor? Amen. Praise the Lord. That's a little weak. How many of you love your youth pastor? Amen. Praise the Lord. I know we've been up and down, down and up, but could we stand one more time? I want to ask the congregation, if you would, to be praying for, uh, my mother. My mother is 83, getting ready to turn 84, and, uh, she goes in for operation, uh, this coming week. She's got, uh, A lot of trouble with her back, so they're going to be doing an infusion in her back. And, uh, if you would, I just ask the congregation if we will just take a few minutes and pray and pray for her before we move on. Father, we thank you. You are a loving, kind, wonderful father. Lord, You said in Jeremiah chapter 30 and verse 17, For I will restore health to You, and Your wounds I will heal, declares the Lord. So Father, we're thanking You. Lord, as my mother goes into the hospital this week, we're asking You, Lord, to put guarding angels around her. We're asking You, Lord, to to be around the doctors and the nurses. And God, everything that happens, that the Spirit of the Lord will abide in that operating room. For you are a faithful God, and you said, "Your wounds I will heal." Declares the Lord Almighty. And everybody said, "Amen and Amen." You may be seated in the presence of uh, the presence of the Lord. I believe this year uh, coming up is going to be a uh, be a, a year that God is going to restore. Two thousand and twenty-four. I believe God is going to restore some things back to our life. Amen? I believe He's going to restore healing. He's going to restore relationships. He's going to restore uh, uh, our uh, uh, children. He's going to restore finances. He's just going to start restoring things back in our life. And so I'm calling the year of 2024 and claiming it by faith for my life and for your life that God is in the business of restoration. Can you say amen? How many of the devil has sold some things out of your life and you're ready for God to bring those things back into your life? Amen? Praise the Lord. Well, thank you for being here this Christmas Eve. I know some people are traveling and few slept in, but I'm glad that you made your way to the house of the Lord this morning. I heard this little joke this week. It said, did you hear about the guy who went out and bought his wife a beautiful diamond ring for Christmas. His friend said, I thought she wanted a new SUV. She did, he replied, but where am I going to find a fake Jeep? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah. How many of you like to receive gifts for Christmas? How many of you like to receive gifts from Christmas? How many of you remember that when you were a little child... As that week was approaching for Christmas, you couldn't wait to open up those uh, couldn't wait to open up those little uh, gifts. And I remember one time that I got up real early and I found one of the like one of the big ones and I tried to tear the paper open just a little bit before Mom and Dad and the rest of the family got up trying to figure out what that gift was. Laying under that tree that I uh, that I wanted, and I think we all like to receive gifts at time. But there's a passage in the book of Isaiah, and Isaiah writes this passage of scripture 700 years prior to the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's a beautiful passage of scripture. I believe Pastor John's already related related to it, uh, some scholars, some theologians uh, say that Isaiah the prophet was the Christmas uh, prophet. And uh, I, I like that because I want to read the words out of Isaiah chapter 9 and verse 6. And what the Scripture uh, relates or tells you and I is the gifts, Say gifts, that was uh, given to you and I over 2,000 years uh, years ago as born-again Christians. Isaiah chapter 9 and verse 6 says this, For to us, say us, a child is born. To us, a son is given. And the government will be up on his so- shoulders. He will be called Wonderful Counselor, which means mighty worker, or revealing the mind of God. And he said he'll be called Mighty God. That is actually the full uh, deity of God. His power, His omnipotent, His uh, strength, His might. And he's going to be called Everlasting Father. Our everlasting Father, one day you and I will see uh when we go home to meet with the Lord, we'll be able to see our everlasting Father. And then Isaiah calls Him the Prince of Peace. Say that with me, the Prince of Peace. The Prince of Peace. So what I want to do this morning, just for a uh, short time, I want to give you four gifts that is out of the book of Isaiah, that the Holy Spirit has penned for your life and for my life, and they are beautiful gifts. The number one, the very first one is, if you're taking notes, uh, the first gift is, for the decisions in life that I have to make. How many of you know that we all have decisions in life that we have to make? Amen. I have a wonderful counselor, the great Holy Spirit, to help me make those decisions. And how many of you are like me at times? We make decisions before we even drop to our knees or stop and ask the Lord what we should do about that decision. Amen? We make that decision upon, at times, upon our emotion. We make those decisions on how we think it ought to work out. How many of you know a lot of times it doesn't work out too good when we make the decisions on our own? Amen? We need the mighty counselor to help us. And so, the gift to us by the Holy Spirit is the gift of wisdom. Uh, how many of you need wisdom in your life at this very at this very moment? I need wisdom to make decisions in my life. I need wisdom to make small decisions. I need wisdom to make big decisions. I need wisdom to make decisions on your job, uh, on your health, uh, on uh your relationships, wisdom for investments. I need wisdom. In every area of my life. And I look back at times in my life where I really made the wrong choices. If only I would have just stopped and listened to James chapter 1, verse 5, that talks about asking the Lord for wisdom with decisions in our life. And that's a big one. That's a big one. James chapter 1 verse 5 says, If any of you lack wisdom, he should ask God who gives generously to all, finding fault and will be given unto you. A lot of times uh, we um we make those decisions, as I just mentioned a few minutes ago, out of emotions. But I don't want to make decisions out of my emotions. I want the all mighty wisdom of God, the Sovereign One who never makes a mistake. I want Him to pour inside of my life the wisdom. He said, I'll give it generously to all who ask. There are times in my life, once again, I wish that I would have just stepped back by the mistakes that I have made And just ask God. And just stop for a moment. And just ask God for wisdom. Because He's our wonderful Counselor this Christmas season. And I need the Holy Spirit in my life more than I have ever needed Him. I need that wonderful Counselor in my life more than I've ever needed Him. The second gift this morning is for the demands that are on my life, I need Almighty God. How many of you know that life has a lot of demands? Life has a lot of demands on it. A lot of demands on our life. uh, Demands on our work schedule. uh, uh, Demands uh, in in a lot of areas in our life. I, I was thinking the other day, the demands that are on single mom. The the man demands that are on them that are trying to raise the children on their our own or just moms. Period. The demands that upon their life uh, and the schedules uh, that they have. We need. They need Almighty God to give them strength. They need Almighty God to 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 help them. Uh, we need Almighty God when we lose up loved one. Uh, there are going to be people uh this Christmas that is lost a loved one. And we're gonna be with our family and we're gonna be having a we're gonna be having a great time. And we're gonna be joining eating. How many of you like to eat? Uh, come on, the rest of you, quit line. How many of you like to eat? Yeah, 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 yeah. So we're gonna be eating, and then we're gonna be eating uh, again, and Brother Dale raised both of his hands and his foot. So, uh so we all love to eat. We're all going to have a great time with our family. But do you know there's going to be families that has uh someone maybe in jail, in prison, and uh they love them just like you love your family. You know? And that person has made maybe a a, a decision uh that they shouldn't make, but but God is there to restore them, but they're gonna miss their family. Uh someone has passed away. They're going to be missing their family while we're having a good time. And you know what they're going to you know what they're going to need? They're going to need Almighty God's strength during that time. And he says that he's our Almighty God. He's our uh, uh strength. So we need his strength. Uh, there's going to be people uh, this season, this Christmas season, that is going to want to throw in the tap. They're done with life. Life has been come crashing down on them. They've gotten bad news from the doctor and they feel like they're in a dark hole and they don't know how to escape. They don't know how to get out, but they're going to need the strength. Maybe you heard this morning and maybe you feel like that. I don't, I don't know, but I want to encourage you. Uh, the greatest gift of all, uh, Isaiah says that we have almighty God. We have Almighty God, our source and our strength. I like Isaiah chapter 40 in verse 29 and verse uh, forty uh, 29 verse through 31 that says, He gives strength to the weary and He increases the power of the weak. Even youth grow tired and weary and the young men stumble and fall. But those who hope in the Lord. Isn't that what Christmas is about? Isn't that what Christmas is about? Hoping in the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? And he says, We'll renew their strength. They feel like rowing in the towel with the bad news. They feel like they're they're deep in a hole, but that's what Christmas is about, is hope. And maybe you feel a little hopeless this morning, but please listen to the rest of this passage of Scripture. It says, He will renew their strength and they will soar wings like eagles and they shall run and not be weary and they shall walk and not faint." Isaiah says if you're weary Almighty God is going to give you strength. And Isaiah says if you're weak Almighty God is going to pour strength in you. So if you're weary, if you're weak, if you're struggling, if you're in a dark hole, if you feel depression, if you feel like giving up, He will give you strength in your weary, weak time. Because He is Almighty God. He's our source. He's our strength. Maybe you're here and you don't understand what's going on in your life right now. You're confused why it looks dark. Don't give up. Don't throw in the towel. Don't say I'm 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 getting off of the ship. God doesn't care. He's not He's not there for me. That's just a lie of the enemy. Isaiah said, "There's hope for you. For God is Almighty God. He's the strength of all strength. He's omnipotent, all powerful, all wonderful." What a gift, Church. The gift of gifts. I have the Holy Spirit. He tells me what to do when I get that doctor's report. He tells me what to do in in my finances. He tells me what to do in every area of my life. And number two, I have Almighty God when I can't figure it out and I hurt and I'm in pain and I'm laying awake at night in bed and don't know what to do, brother. I have the Almighty God right there with me. Hallelujah. I'm a Preach myself happy Christmas Day. Man, Lord. I feel my help coming on this morning. Church, I feel my help coming on. When you don't understand, I need to decide what to tell somebody this morning. I don't know what you're looking at in your life. Sometimes it gets dark. I come to tell somebody, just reach up to Almighty God. Look to the hope. That's why he came. I read earlier in the very, the the very first passage of scripture, he was born a virgin over 2,000 years ago. Isaiah prophesied and seen it 700 years prior to that. He came in the world just for us. Can we get that? Just for us. Just for us. Damaged, hurt, confused, not understanding, broken marriages, broken health, broken life, dark holes. He came into this life at Christmas for just uh, Just for us. Because he said in John 3.16, for God so loved the world, Hallelujah. And the third gift that we have is for plan and for our destiny that God has already planned. And He said, I am your heavenly Father. He's my wonderful counselor. He's my almighty God. Church, He's just my, He's just my heavenly Father. Do you know what that means? He's just my heavenly Father. See my heavenly Father has a plan, he has a purpose, he has a destiny, he has a calling upon every one of our life. I don't have to sit around and wonder if God is in control of my life. I have a purpose. God has worked out every detail of that purpose for my life, He is in control of my future. Maybe some some of you are like me. how many of you like to be in control? Okay, it's like I do not want to raise my hands. let me try this again. <laughs> how about all of us? We're from the damning nature. So we all like to be in control, right? Husbands, how many of you like to be in control? You, and then I, but it how does it work out for you? It don't work out too good, does it? How many of you wives like to be in control? Come on, all of you women, raise your hand. Yeah. Yeah. You like being in control, right? But how many of you know that you're not in control of your life? God's in, and thank God he's in control of my life. How many of you messed up enough of your life? Come on. I mean, my hands, my feet, and everything. I done made so many mistakes and messed up that I want God now to be in complete control of my life. Complete control of my life. Do you know what is so great about our Heavenly Father? No matter how bad we've messed up, no no matter how much we have sinned and fallen short of the glory of god no how many times i've walked down the wrong path god has not changed his mind god has not altered the way he thinks about me he's not forgotten the plan and purpose that he has for my life he's not shut down my destiny for my life because my heavenly father still has a plan He still has a purpose. And I wrote down a few people in the Bible that really made a lot of mistakes and look what God did for them. It happened for Moses, but He still led the children of Israel out of Egypt. It happened for Joshua, but He still took them across the Jordan River. It still happened for Gideon, but He defeated the Midianites. It happened for Samson, but He defeated the Philistines. It happened for Elijah, but He defeated the prophets of Baal. It happened for David, But he defeated Goliath. It happened for Jehoshaphat. And he defeated the Amorites. Don't tell me that God does not still have a plan for your life and for my life, no matter how bad we've messed up, no matter how much we've sinned and come short of the glory of God, no matter what bad road or what wrong turn that we have took, God is still there, our helping, loving, heavenly Father that loves us with an unconditional love. My heavenly Father loves me just as I am. Just as I am. All messed up. All confused. Don't know what direction I'm going in. Sin, confusion, and failure. My heavenly Father still looks me in the eye and says, I love you with an unconditional love. Did somebody say amen this morning? Then lastly, lastly, lastly. When trouble comes in my life. I love all of them. I love all those gifts. But how many of you know that? Uh, how many of you have uh, got uh, uh, gifts at Christmas time and it's just this one special gift that you got above all the gifts? Last Christmas, my... uh my daughter just turned 18, and so she's not here for Christmas. She's uh, out visiting her niece in Arkansas, in Texas. You know, she don't really need to be with mom and dad. She'd rather be with her cousins, okay? And uh, <laughs> so she got me this cup that talks about "I love you, Dad," et cetera, et cetera. And then she got me a little keychain. You know, I wouldn't take I wouldn't take two thousand dollars for that little cup and that little keychain. I wouldn't take nothing for that. Because of what it said. I wish I'd have brought it to the platform of what it said. That cup and that little keychain of what's written on it means the world to me. We've all got a gift that is above all gifts. And I love the wonderful counselor. I love the Almighty God. But this last gift, it says, He is the Prince of Peace. Jesus Christ Himself. Now, see what you may not understand about the Prince of Peace is that if you've never really been in a dark hole in your life, if you've never been in a hole, Sister Tina, that you never thought you would ever get out of, Brother but if you've ever been there, you ever been to the place where hell ripped your mind apart? You don't feel like you'll ever crawl out of that hole. But if you've been there, this scripture is for you. This gift is for you this morning. Maybe you dressed up this morning to come to church. You put your best on. But in your mind, all you can think about is that, that hole that you're in. And I'm going to give you a gift this morning. This is the greatest gift I believe when I study the Word of God. This is the greatest gift by salvation. is the greatest gift. Well, I believe this is the second greatest Ah, yeah. uh, Maybe you have a wayward child or you've uh, got a bad report from the doctor or you're struggling with your bills or a bad marriage, bad friendship, uh, struggling on your job. Well, Philippians chapter 4 and verse 6 through 7 is one of my favorite scriptures of the Bible. I know I have a lot of favorite scriptures, but here's another one. Philippians chapter 4, and verse 6 through 7. It says, Don't worry about anything. How many of you worry about? Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Said, Don't worry about anything. How is that even possible, Kevin? How is that even possible? Don't worry about anything. The Apostle Paul writes. Instead, here it is: pray about everything. It said, "Don't worry, don't worry about, don't worry about the bad doctors and poor. Don't worry about the situation of your marriage. Don't worry about the financial situation. Don't worry about the wayward children. And I could just go on, 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 and on." The Apostle Paul said to don't worry about it. But he says to pray about everything. And he says, tell God what you need and thank Him for all He has done. See the progress? I'm getting ready to close, but I want you to guess this. Don't worry about anything. How do I not worry about anything? I pray about everything. And then I thank Him For all that He's done. So I start out thanking Him for what He's already done. How many of you would say that God has done a lot for your life? Come on. I mean, God has really done a lot for you. So I start out thanking Him for all that He's done. And then I pray about everything that I'm worrying about. And then He says, Then you will experience God's peace. I don't know about you, but there's nothing besides my salvation that I want in my life than the peace of God. I preached a sermon not long ago having peace within, peace with others, and lastly, having peace with God. But I want the peace of God. And he says if you do this, it's the peace of God which exceeds anything that we can understand, His peace, listen, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Let's give the Lord a hand. Amen? This is your peace you need on daily living. This is peace that overcomes stress, anxiety, fear. It brings happiness. I want the peace of God. The gift of peace. Why? Because this is a peace that does not base on your circumstances. This is the peace that you trust God that He's in control. And that He's going to take control no matter what's going on around you. And you don't have to worry. You don't have to stress. You don't have to fear. Because your God has everything under control. That's why I can have peace. Now, it might look like chaos right now. Amen? It might look like everything's going the opposite direction now. But if I don't live off of my emotions and how I feel and I live off of the word of God and what it says, then I'm going to experience his peace. John chapter 14, verse 27 says, I am leaving you with the gift, the gift, the peace of mind and heart. Okay, this is what Jesus says, and I'm and I'm closing. That I'm going away I'm going back to my Heavenly Father and I'm going to give you this special gift and it's gift of peace that passes all understanding. How many of you need that in your life? Let's stand this morning. <laughs> now, the only way that any of us can have that peace and we cannot have that Peace without first knowing the peacemaker. Okay, none of us can have that peace without the peacemaker. And maybe you're here this morning with every hip out and every eye closed. The greatest gift is the gift of salvation this morning. We definitely don't want to leave here this morning. And somebody maybe doesn't know the Lord Jesus Christ as their Savior. And if you're here and you say, Pastor, I want all of those gifts, but I can't have any of those gifts lest I know the gift giver. and His name is Jesus Christ. If you're here and you don't know the gift giver, would you just slip your hand up right now? Will you just slip your hand up and say, Pastor, will you be praying for me this week? Will you just be praying for me this week? Uh, maybe you're, you're here and you'll say, Pastor, I, I want to get to know the Holy Spirit, my wonderful counselor. Would you raise your hands? I know we all do. I, I want to fall more in love with my heavenly Father. Would you just raise your hand? hands this this morning hallelujah let's pray uh, let's pray together Father this beautiful Christmas Eve Lord I, I thank you for everyone that took their time this morning to get up and get dressed and come to the house of God and honor you God, I I pray over everyone that's here this morning. I don't know what's in their heart, but Lord, my heart reaches out to every soul that's here this morning. It reaches out to their family. reaches out to the husband, the wife, the children, the grandkids, their jobs, their marriages. God, I pray over them right now. I ask You, Lord, that You will touch them. And God, when they're enjoying time with their family, that, Lord, Your hand will be with on them. You will bring them the peace of God that passes all understanding. And God, not only will You bless them, but Lord,
3: You will
2: bless them indeed. In Jesus' name we pray. Everybody said amen and amen. We got one course before we let's sing this one course.
1: Painless. Oh, let's just sing about it as we leave today. He has that peace for us, church. It's peace.
2: We're going to have a bag of candy uh, bag of candy for you. Merry Christmas and happy New Year and everybody stay in their seat just a minute. I want you to give Tina and I uh, just a minute to get back uh, to the door we want to shake hands with you so if everybody stay in their seat and you'll come on. Amen. Praise the Lord. May the Lord bless you and keep you and may His face shine upon you this morning. God bless you.